go ahead and get into it. This is kind of an impromptu, unplanned, I guess for lack of a better description, uh, let's just say I don't have any necessary script. So I'm just gonna shoot from the hip. Some of y'all may not be, let's just say on target with everything that I am about to say. Some of y'all may disagree. Some of y'all might think I'm right, but regardless, this is the disclaimer, this is my opinion, this is my views, my thoughts on this whole Rittenhouse thing. Number one, I didn't really have too much of an interest in it, per se. <clears throat> the footage that I did see, unfortunately, it did look like it was self-defense. You got a lot of people chasing you, you've got a lot of people trying to threaten you. That's pretty much grounds for self-defense in most states that happen to have gun laws and stand your ground rights, so on and so forth. The verdict was gonna be what it was exactly, not guilty. The Wisconsin gun laws are very specific about certain things. Uh, you know, for example, let me check my USCCA app. Because there is a, like I said before, there's a lot of good information on this app, especially if you are un unfamiliar with gun laws in certain states, certain locations, so on and so forth. You always want to check the reciprocity map. So I have my CCW information right here. I'll just utilize that. And then I will select Wisconsin. Washington, Wisconsin, here we go. So, and it goes straight into the page where <clears throat> it tells you where your permit is allowed, where your permit is not allowed. Now granted, I'm 36, live in Georgia. I can legally have my permit and it says 45 states my permit will be honored in, 33 states my uh, permit will be reciprocated in, State population, minimum age to conceal carries, 21. Attorneys in that network in Wisconsin. I mean, it just goes into all these details as far as what you need to know. But nonetheless, uh, to break it down, summary of Wisconsin gun laws. It states that Wisconsin is a shell issue state. Wisconsin gun laws operate at the state level with concealed carry weapons, licenses issued by the Department of Justice. There is no permit background check or firearms registration required when buying a handgun from a private individual. Now that's buying a handgun from a private individual. Open carry is legal for any person that is 18 years or older and not prohibited from possession possessing a firearm under state and federal laws. So he's 17 but that's probably where the leeway comes in at. Concealed carry is legal for residents with a Wisconsin concealed carry license and for non-residents with a license permit from a state that Wisconsin honors. See, concealed while, excuse me, CW, uh, concealed while carrying licenses are issued to residents and military personnel stationed in Wisconsin. They are only issued to residents and military personnel stationed in Wisconsin. Applicants must be 21 years or older, have completed a firearms training course, and meet other criteria. Wisconsin will honor permits from states that have reciprocity, reciprocity agreements with as well as states that require a background check comparable to the check conducted under Wisconsin law. 
So that's concealed while carrying, but that doesn't really apply in this situation. But just to give you some background on what is legal in Wisconsin, let's go ahead and go into the self-defense portion of the USCCA website. Wisconsin is a casual doctrine state. There is no duty to retreat, and the law applies at a person's residence, vehicle, or business. Again, the law applies at a person's residence, vehicle, or business. Self-defense and defense of others. A person is privileged to threaten or intentionally use force against another only if the actor responsibly believes it is necessary to prevent or terminate the interference. Once again, self-defense and defense of others. A person is privileged to threaten or intentionally use force against another only if the actor reasonably believes it is necessary to prevent or terminate the interference. The actor may not intentionally use deadly force unless the actor reasonably believes that such force is necessary to prevent imminent death or great bodily harm to himself or herself. A person is privileged to defend a third person from real or apparent unlawful interference under the same conditions and by the same means as those under and by which the person is privileged to defend himself or herself from real or apparent unlawful interference, provided that the person really reasonably believes that the facts are such that the third person would be privileged to act in self-defense and that the person's intervention is necessary for the protection of the third person. And it just goes more into what exactly that means as far as defending a third party person or themselves. Uh, let's go ahead and continue. Because there is, yeah. If an actor intentionally used deadly force, the court may not consider whether the actor had an opportunity to flee or retreat before he or she used force and shall presume that the actor reasonably believed that the force was necessary to prevent imminent death or great bodily harm to himself or herself if either of the following applies. And again, this is dealing with the use of deadly force to protect oneself or a third party. The person against whom the force was used was in the process of was in the process of unlawfully and forcibly entering the actor's dwelling, motor vehicle, or place of business. The actor was present in the dwelling, motor vehicle, or place of business, and the actor knew or reasonably believed that an unlawful and forcible entry was occurring, or the person against whom the force was used was in the actor's dwelling, motor vehicle, or place of business after unlawfully and forcibly entering it. The actor was present in the dwelling, motor vehicle, or place of business, and the actor knew or, or reasonably believed that the person had unlawfully and forcibly entered the dwelling, motor vehicle, or place of business. Dwelling is defined as means any premises or portion of premises that is used as a home or place of residence and that part of the lot or site on which the dwelling is situated that is devoted to residential use. Dwelling includes other existing structures on the immediate residential premises such as driveways, sidewalks, swimming pools, terraces, patios, fences, porches, garages, and basements. Places of business means a business that the actor owns or operates. And it just goes even deeper. Let's go ahead and cover defensive property and protection against retail theft. A 
person is privileged to threaten or intentionally use force for the purpose of preventing or terminating what the person reasonably believes to be an unlawful interference with the person's property. Only such degree of force or threat thereof may intentionally be used as the actor reasonably believes is necessary to prevent or terminate the interference. It is not reasonable to intentionally use deadly force for the sole purpose of defense of one's property. A person is privileged to defend a third person's property from real or apparent unlawful interference under the same conditions and by the same means as those under and by which the person is privileged to defend his or her own property, provided that the person reasonably believes that the facts are such as would give the third person the privilege to defend his or her own property and that the third person whose property the person is protecting is a member of his or her immediate family or household or a person whose property the person has a legal duty to protect or is a merchant and the actor is the merchant's employee or agent an unofficial or adult excuse me an official or adult employee or agent of a library is privileged to defend the property of the library in a manner specified in the subsection so basically that states that Rittenhouse was in the right as much as we don't like the way that is, as much as we don't like the way that sounds, as much as we don't like the general scenario. He said he went there to protect somebody's property and he was also administering first aid to injured people. Yes, he took the lives of civilians that were there, an injured one. But regardless, the law states that he's in the right. And those are the facts. Now here's my opinion. What the hell was that boy doing out there on his own? Why did he even go out there at the age of 17, driven out there by his mother, handed a firearm by somebody, to protect somebody's property. A single mother at that, who I guarantee you more than likely has probably tried to make this boy her friend, a son mother, if you will, somebody to watch over her and be proud of. When she might not be old enough to take care of herself or she just needed some man in her life to make her feel accepted. That's the biggest crime we're looking at right there. You do not treat your children like they're your best friend, especially whenever it involves firearms. It's really easy to point the blame at Kyle and everything he's been through, and don't get me wrong. There is a certain amount of vitriol that does need to go towards him, especially seeing as how he's gonna go ahead and continue on with his nursing program and become a nurse. Good luck with that. It's gonna be very difficult. You took the lives of two people, injured one, in protection of somebody's property. Don't get me wrong. Everybody wants to protect the, anybody that has property or protect the right people under the right circumstances. Am I saying that the people that were involved are all upstanding citizens? No, I'm not. But at the end of the day, a business goes down, especially if it's the one that has insurance, that business can be, can be built right back up. Yes, there will be potential for the person that owns the business to have to put their livelihood on halt, 
have to call certain collection agencies, have to make certain reports, so on and so forth. But all the time that that person spends making those reports does not equal up to at least one life, let alone two. So now this boy is gonna have to sit down and eat the sandwich he made and deal with the consequences of potentially not having the future that he had planned ahead of him. 17 years old, most people would say he's immature. Most people would say that he would, in a sense, be innocent. In a sense, would be likely to make the wrong choice with no, no consequence. But I also need those people to realize that if that was their family member who went out there and took the lives of these people, what would they have to say about that family member? Would they still own them? Would they disown them? What do you think? It boils down to how the boy was raised and what he got away with. Now, I know there's a lot of people who rebuttal this. I've actually had this happen twice already. One person even told me, who are you to sit here and judge and tell people where they should be and where they shouldn't be? To which I responded, I'm a person who wouldn't be doing that dumb shit in the first place. Yes, I carry, but at the same time, I do not go looking for trouble. I do not put myself in situations to where I could potentially cost myself my life or the lives of others. But that's because that's the type of person that I am. I understand that the law is against me, especially being black. I understand that there is a higher probability of me going to jail and facing a guilty charge versus me walking away freely with a not guilty charge. I know these things just like I know if something were to happen unexpectedly, despite the fact that I try and plan my trips and my outings and my events away from situations where I can potentially put myself in danger. Nonetheless, something can happen at which point then I will be obligated to answer by any means to protect my life or the lives of others. That being said, if my black ass would have even dared say something about, I'm going to a whole nother city in a whole nother state to help protect somebody's property at the age of 17 underneath my parents' house, be it a single parent or the complete package with the mother and the father. It wouldn't have happened because of how I was raised and how the household I was raised in brought me up with some common damn sense, which is always a casualty in these times. So it baffles me how a mother, especially at the height of racial tension, could think that it is perfectly fine to let her sweet little innocent baby boy go into another state, go into another city, be handed a firearm to protect somebody else's property. Most people want to say Kyle was set up for failure. And in a sense he was, he set himself up for failure. But if we would have had an adult and not a grown ass teenage child, I'm not talking about Kyle, I'm talking straight about his mother. 
if we would have had somebody with some adult decision making involved way before it even got to this point, we wouldn't even be sitting here talking about this trial. And that's the part that pisses me off the most. It's real easy for somebody to sit back and say, well, who are you? You wouldn't understand. You're wrong. I have a child, a four-year-old, and if anything, she already knows that firearms are not safe. Daddy tells her every single time she may see his firearm. That is not safe. You do not touch. It will hurt you. Especially when she see, when she sees my shotgun, she knows it will hurt. It looks like it will hurt. She has told me it looks like it will hurt. I am raising this child at the age of four to realize that there are things out there that will hurt her other than what she may or may not know about on TV or in her real life. Because when she gets into her teenage years, I want her to know that there are certain things she does not have the privilege to do, despite the fact the word is used many times in the laws especially the ones that just read about Wisconsin. Why do I do that? Because I'm a grown ass adult who realizes that there are consequences to actions that cannot be taken back. I love my daughter. I want to see the best for her, but I'll be a damn fool if I'm supposed to sit back and be her friend. If anything, I'm supposed to be the guiding hand that makes sure she has a bright future. Not the guiding hand that is open in hopes that they will love me and cherish me because I've done everything that they want me to do. Unfortunately, these are the times that we live in and there's a lot of people who are so caught up with trying to be the friends and close loved ones of their children to the point where their children can't even differentiate between what's a friend and what's a parent. They don't even know what the definition of a parent is anymore. And then there's a lot of people that compare this whole thing to Zimmerman, which I can, I can definitely see. There's a lot of police support and a lot of other things that Kyle was placing on his own personal social media, which normally, okay, cool. There's nothing wrong with showing support for something that you love, but you cannot become the very thing that you show support for just because you show, show some support for it. Just because I post up something about the police does not make me a deputized police officer. It takes training. It takes going to just signing up for it. It takes possibly going to police courses, classes, whatever, anything that you would like to become a part of always involves extra work. You can't just put on a Bulls jersey and automatically be a player. We got a lot of that mentality going on as well. There's a lot of participation trophies being given out just because you like something. But just because you like that one thing does not mean that you are in that same category. So do I agree with the verdict? It's hard not to say yes because it's written on paper. As much as I may or may not like it, the law is the law until the law becomes twisted. And to be honest with you, I'm surprised this jacked up court case even went as far as it did. But we all knew what the outcome was going to be. So I guess that that's why the blow was not as hard on me as it is on other people because other people had high hopes and expectations. But I know the facts are the facts 
and reality is what it is. And this is not the first time something like this has happened. If anything, the court case I have my attention on is the Ahmad Alberry court case. That concerns me, that concerns my people, and that concerns how we act in self-defense or how the world will view us whenever we are shot in the wrong place at the wrong time, whatever that may be considered. And I guarantee you, if these men go free for doing something that's literally open murder, is murder, manslaughter, whatever the charge is, they killed somebody in broad daylight. Don't care if it was in a neighborhood, a convenience store, your Walmart, your Waffle House, I don't care. They killed a man out in open public, intentionally, unprovoked, other than the fact that there was a black man in their neighborhood. The last time we heard about that, we dealt with Zimmerman. There's a black man in my neighborhood. He looks threatening, he's wearing a hood. Time to play Superman because I support the police and I, at the same time in my support, I am deputized. And just like Zimmerman, there was a lot of people that held up Kyle as a hero. Black Rifle, Co the Black Rifle Coffee Company is one of them. Then on top of that, he took his picture with the Proud Boys, which during a time was one of the worst things you could do. Doesn't really seem like somebody who's guilty to me. To me, it seems like somebody who's trying to take their 15 minutes of fame and go a little bit farther with it, despite the fact that they killed somebody, killed a couple of somebodies. Now, to be honest with you, does that sound like an innocent person? Whether they need support or not, does that really sound like an innocent person? If my support would cost me my livelihood in general, I don't think I'd be hanging around these people. I really don't. But that's just my opinions. I knew this was going to happen. I guess that's why I'm not surprised about it. End of the day, I just got to worry about how I raise my family and how I, I watch myself out in the open public. But at the end of the day, I also know that I'm not putting myself into a situation like this. And I'll be a fool if I let my daughter put herself into a situation like this, especially when she turns to a teenager. So as a reasonable, logical, functioning adult, the only thing I can ask all of you as parents who actually give a damn about their kids is to actually give a damn about your kids. That is your legacy, that is your blood, that is your representation of the next generation. And if you do not care about what their future will unfold, it's pretty much like you're giving them a death sentence yourself. Because you need to care about your children because the world sure will not. The world isn't, it's a cold place. It's not easy for anyone to live here. 
It really isn't. But you know what? We are given this life with a purpose because we can live it. Remember that. Realize that. And every time you look at your children in the face, into their eyes, in the windows of their soul, you remember this. And you raise them to not be put into situations like this. You do the best damn job you can as an adult. Because at the end of the day, if something goes wrong, at least you can look up and say you tried your best to raise a full functioning adult in a society that is set up for people who do not take accountability. As far as I'm concerned, Kyle might have been involved in this situation and I'm not absolving him of anything that he's done. But his mother might as well have been the one right next to him. And that's all I got to say about that. This mag's dumped.